what is wrong? What is wrong? And I think I heard a pastor on TBN one day talk about gratefulness. And um, I went to this website and I think I pulled this prayer, this gratefulness prayer. And so I read it every day. And I'm not going to lie. I read it and, you know, I kind of started to memorize it, but I didn't feel it was really doing anything. I didn't. But one day in my mom's basement, I woke up, I sat up out my bed and I just started weeping. And I wasn't crying because I was sad. I looked around and I was so thankful that I wasn't living in Gary, Indiana anymore. We were, there's no wrong with Gary. Gary's, uh, there were blessings that happened in Gary. Please understand what I'm saying. But the house that we were living in, it was, it had to have been, I mean, it was so small. And we lived next to a meth lab. And I had two little kids. And one night, the SWAT team came and they took down the meth lab and I was so scared and I just I remember like oh my gosh it was so hard so when I woke up this morning I looked around and I it just hit me so hard you are not there anymore you are in a safe place the the street is green there's green because we had like hardly no green I mean it was tough it was tough I mean our kitchen it was like here was the sink and there's the bathroom. So you smelled the poop coming from the bathroom into the kitchen. I mean, it was just terrible. And so, but but there, there were, it was rough. Anyway, we were a young couple. Woo, it was it was rough. But that day, just waking up and gratitude hit me so hard. And when I tell you it hit me so hard that I felt something break. And I just started thanking God. And I can't even talk too much about it now because I will get so emotional. Woo! I just started thanking God and it snowballed. I started thanking him for this and thanking him for that. And I started remembering. I remembered, I even said like, Lord, you got us out of that situation. Like it could have been worse. I started getting this, this spiritual perspective. And that's where, if you have ever heard me speak, I always talk about my snowball. That's my snowball. My snowball is thankfulness. There's some people that snowball into negativity. I do not go down that. To me, that is so dangerous, and I think we know now how dangerous it is because it can cause you to be weak, and it can cause you to be sick, and it can lead you to death. But being thankful, being grateful, I started to experience the joy of the Lord. I started to live. I started to see the things that I heard about that were in Christ. And so my prayer time, that's where it, it changed. It changed everything because all I needed to do was think back on Gary, Indiana. That became a milestone for me. And so even in those moments that are hard, just, I don't know, remember them. Because when he gets you out, when you walk out of it, that is going to be an ignite. It ignites your praise. It ignites your thankfulness. Don't forget those things. Because what happens? You see Jesus. When you are thankful, you see Jesus. And you see what he's done for you. I want us to look at one more scripture. Uh, where are my notes? One more scripture. Uh, it's in Colossians 2. Colossians 2, starting at verse 6. I hope this is good. I hope you remember it. Ooh, because it's good to me. I love talking about being thankful. Love it, love it, love it. 
It's so powerful. I mean, I, I can't, it's something that I just can't deny. I need to focus on what I'm doing because I'm just sitting here talking. I don't know where I'm going. Okay. What did I say? Colossians 2, verse 6. All right. As ye have, I hope everybody's there. Colossians 2, verse 6. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so all of us who have received, so walk ye in him. So here we go again. Walking, so walk ye in him. Rooted and built in, built up in him and established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. What is it saying? So when I am in faith, it produces thanksgiving. So I already have faith. So when I'm in Christ, just if I just look at the little things that he's done, it, it should produce thanksgiving. And when your thanksgiving is, is, when you have thanksgiving, it also, and I feel like there's another scripture that talks about this, it also makes your faith grow. It produces more faith. And then you see more of Christ, and you become more thankful. And you see more of Christ, and you become more thankful. And that's the state that you live in. And so you are always seeing the hand of God on your life always seeing it so it, it's it's a shield for you it's it's a weapon for you it's a shield and a weapon <laughs> you have both of these things and we tend to forget and so when we get caught up in work and I don't know bad relationships and this and that or our finances are falling apart and they about to take this they're about to do that I mean when all of that happens what do you do you go back you sit down and you remember what Christ has done and you thank him for what he has done. So you are activating your faith doing that and you will have thankfulness. You will have thankfulness. I want to go down to um, verse 8, the next verse. Now look at this. It says, beware lest any man spoil you. So spoil you, not like shower you with stuff. Spoil your think, spoil your gratefulness, right? Spoil your thankfulness <clears throat> through philosophy and vain deceit. After the tradition of men, after uh, the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. So what is it saying? A lot of times we hear teaching, preaching you know, encouragement about self and about how, you know, and I'm not, listen, I'm all about empower her, okay? I'm all, I love it, yes, empowerment. Empowerment, I'm all for it. But uh, it shouldn't be about empowering ourselves. It should be about us being empowered in Christ, right? It should be the Holy Spirit that's empowering us. Because what happens when you go to a conference and you feel so empowered and you feel great and you know, yes, I'm going to start this business, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and it falls apart. Then what do you do? You get disappointed, you complain, you, all, you totally go in the opposite way of thankfulness and gratefulness. But when we focus on Christ, when we are, when we are in Christ and we are believing in what Christ has done, 
and we have the Holy Spirit leading us and telling us what to do, then we are getting empowered by him. So we don't need people to empower us. We don't need nobody's approval. We don't need, we don't need all the worldly stuff. We got Christ. He is more than enough. We walk in that. And yes, people are going to be empowered by what you're doing, but what you're going to say is Christ. It ain't me. It's Christ. And so if a door does shut, it's Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. How many of y'all know that you have thanked God for some no's? I come on. So thankful that God said no. So thankful that he shut a door. But sometimes if we are not doing it for the right motive, if our heart is not right, if we're not focused on him, that no is going to make us feel like I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I fail every time. What's wrong with me? What am I not doing right? So you got to beware, right? That's what it says. Beware lest any man spoil you because they're giving you these philosophies and these vain deceits. You, 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 I, 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 me, me, me. That's dangerous. It's going to spoil you and it steals your joy. But when you're doing it from a place of faith and you trust God, and you know that you got everything you need. And so, okay, you take a step and it don't land. All right, you still good. You still good. Why? Because you still got thankfulness. You still remember that he has never failed me and he never will. That I'm in Christ and I got everything I need. And so I'm going to keep walking. And I may be believing for this thing and it has not happened yet. But I know it's my portion and I'm going to keep believing. And I'm going to keep thanking. And I'm not going to stop thanking him. That, and I talked about this, our prayer has to be thanking God, thanking God, adoring God, having faith in what Christ has done because it shields you. Because when your heart is broken and so disappointed, you're going to start seeing it manifest in your body. You're going to. It's scripture. We just saw it. When your heart is broken and discouraged and you have lost hope, and you can't see the table anymore. You can't even see the table. <laughs> you can't see nothing. You just all like, I'm, I don't even know. I'm just, you know, whatever. I'm just going to eat whatever because I'm going to die anyway. I'm just, I'm not going to exercise. I'm not going to take care of myself. I don't care. I don't care. You're, it's, I mean, it's toxic. And we cannot be living like that. We are daughters of the king. We are royalty. We have we have special blessings, spiritual blessings that can manifest through us, and we should be living in that. Finally, before I go, so how do you uh, how do you how do you stay in this place of remembrance? We talked about communion, but before you take communion, you have to remember your helper. It's the Holy Spirit. Okay, and I love, um, and we'll probably get to go to Colossians, uh, go to Ephesians 3, and I'm only going to, I'm just touching on this. We'll, we'll talk more about it later. But Ephesians 3, and starting in verse 14, this is Paul talking. I love Ephesians 3, starting at 14. It's probably my favorite scripture, but this is what it says. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, and that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with, the, with might by his spirit 
in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye be rooted and grounded in love. Oh, okay, so I'm just going to touch on this, right? Where he says that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened, because to stay in a place of remembrance, to stay in a place of thanksgiving, you need strength. You need it. The enemy is trying to use everything to distract you and cause you to buy into his lies. This world is crazy. There's so much negativity around you. The only way that you can stay in a place of thankfulness is to be strengthened. What does it say? With might by his spirit in the inner man. So we have Christ. And we, in our spirit, we talked about that. We are spirit. We have a soul. We live in a body. Our spirit is sealed by the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is not just sealing us. He's helping us. He's strengthening us. He's comforting us. Okay? And so, how does he strengthen us? I have a little helper who's going to come up here. I have a little illustration. This is my first illustration. This is so cool. But I wanted to show you this. I don't know how it's going to be seen on Zoom, but just trust me if you can't see, okay? So I have this plastic bag, right? And I'll come, I'll come up a little closer. Hopefully this works. Okay, so I have this plastic bag, and I have this hand sanitizer. Uh-oh. Right? So even, hey, I need you to pay attention. Look at this, because you need to learn this. This is good. All right, so that's my son over there who's been on his tablet. All right, so you can see, you can see the bottle, right? You can see the bottle, and it's, this is the plastic bag. But what happens when the plastic bag is filled with water? Here we go. Okay, now help, help me zip it up, please, because I don't want to spill it. Thank you. And she got her soul sister hat on. Come and say, say hi. <laughs> okay, excuse me. All right, so when it's filled, so this is us being filled with the Holy Spirit. What happens to the, to the bottle? It gets magnified. Can you see that? It gets magnified. So this is what it looks like, and it's magnified. The letters are magnified. And I showed this to my daughter. She was like, oh, that's so cool. This is us. Without the, thank you, honey, without the Holy Spirit, we, we can only see in the natural. But the Holy Spirit inside of us magnifies the things of God magnifies the spiritual gifts that are within us, magnifies what Christ has made available and allows us to see in the spirit, to see. We don't want to be like the disciples who are walking right next to Jesus and we can't see him. How can we see him? When we look through this, when we have the Holy Spirit, when we're looking through the lens of the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit is invited into our situation, he magnifies what God has done. He magnifies the good things. He magnifies where we used to be and how we're not there no more. He magnifies how we used to hang with this person and that person and say these words and that words that we don't anymore. He magnifies it. So you can't do it on your own. 
If you're trying to remain in this place of thankfulness and gratefulness by yourself and you're only looking at the natural, you know, it's like, well, yeah, he paid my bill last month, but um, I don't see him now. You can't look with your natural eyes. you got to look with your spirit. you got to ask the Holy Spirit to magnify the situation and give me a perspective that I can see. And what you know what he's going to tell you? He's the same God. He's the same God that got you out of it then. He's the same God now. What does that do? Now that puts you in a place of thankfulness and gratefulness. He'll tell you, sit still and trust me. Or he'll say, go here and do that. And even him just giving you what to do or telling you what to do, that also gives you something to be thankful for. Because when you see the end result, it brings faith. It brings faith. It brings gratefulness. Okay, so I don't know about y'all, but this has blessed me. I love, I love, uh, uh, I just love thankfulness. And I pray that we remember that I encourage you to take communion as often as you can. Listen, you don't have to have uh, juice and crackers. You know, you can use bread and, and water. You can use a piece of banana and water, you know. Use something as so that it represents the body and the blood of Jesus, but what's more important is remembering, and you can make it so personal. You can take as much time as you want. You can even write down a resume of all that God has done, and you can use that time to just read through it and being thankful for what he's done. And notice that that resume is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So then when if and when the enemy tries to come and makes you focus on something other than Christ, you're like, uh-uh, I got his resume. I got his resume right here. I remember. We got history. I know my God. I know he's going to come through. And all the weights that you've been carrying in your shoulders, I used to carry so much stress. My doctors were like, oh, my gosh. I used to carry so much stress up here which is probably why it's been the last part of my body that I, I got a command. But, I mean, I could never put my shoulders down. Even when I used to take ballet, they used to always come around, like, push my shoulders down. I never could just relax. But now I feel the weight. I can relax my shoulders. Now, sometimes I still see myself going like this, and so I got to fix my posture and just relax. But you'll start feeling so much better, okay? All right. I think I've made my point. I think we've talked enough about this thankfulness. Next week, we are going to talk more about the love of God in Ephesians 3. All right? And I, that was my plan. My plan was to get into Ephesians 3. And really, when I tell you, the Lord was like, uh-uh, nope, 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 nope. I have something. I actually had Luke 24 printed out last week, and I forgot. And so as soon as I sat down to study, I saw it, and it just all just came. So I believe this is for somebody tonight. If not for y'all, it was for me. It was definitely for me. Okay, I am going to...